Hello and welcome to another episode of Fertility Frontier from Her Helping Habit where we discuss egg donation, surrogacy, infertility and a whole host of other subjects under the scope. Today we are delving into the world of donor conception and how to have meaningful conversations with your kids about it. As it's a sensitive topic, we understand that it's quite challenging for both parents and the kids. But it's essential to build the trust, understanding and a strong sense of identity in your children. I'm your host Shruti and joining me today is Katie, the founder and creator of Her Helping Habit. Welcome Katie. Thanks for having me Shruti. Donor conception is such an important topic and I'm so glad that we have the chance to discuss it today. Of course, let's kick things off with an important question that many parents have on their minds. Donor parents often debate when and how to begin discussing donor conception with their kids. What are your thoughts on this, Katie? Well, Shruti, it's crucial to understand that there's no one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to talking to your kid about their donor conception story. However, as a general guideline, the earlier you begin the talk, the better. It helps your child develop a strong sense of their identity from a very early age. And what's most important when you approach this conversation is that you do so with empathy and openness. I know it can be tough to put yourself in your child's shoes when you know deep down you are truly, you're their parent. You know, what's the point in any of this anyways? But We're in an era where things aren't hush-hush anymore. These kids are going to become adults, and we are in a crazy digital age. There's DNA testing. We've got AI coming out. There's, you know, computers and cell phone advancements that we didn't have 30 years ago. So who knows what another 30 years is going to bring. And it's just now that we're starting to learn, as some of these kids have become adults, that like their feelings, their perspectives, their opinions about anonymity. And it's very apparent that this community wants access to information. Um, I think it would be very unfortunate for somebody to learn that their donor conceived from anybody other than their parent. Um, I think you sharing this with you being open with your child and sharing how they came into this world, it just puts honesty at the forefront of your relationship. It also means that a true medical history, or lack thereof, can be given to doctors, making diagnosis and treatment of any medical conditions more accurate. It also removes any anxiety for the child about inheriting any disorders from their non-genetic parent, if any. And it's also super important to acknowledge that this does not mean that the child or children are going to reject their non-genetic parent. It's actually quite the opposite when people are open with their child. We're seeing just nothing but love it's really quite beautiful whereas that shame and the secrecy is leading to a lot of negative and really traumatic feelings of betrayal empathy and openness wow that's a great starting point uh now let's move on to the age groups we understand that the way an eight-year-old will understand ways of parenting is very different dynamics for a teenager Can you tell us how to approach the conversation at different stages of a child's development? Of course. Okay, so let me break it down into some age groups because depending on the age of the child, you're going to approach this differently. The goal is to tell your child at an age before they're going to really ever remember a time when they were told. 
you know, we often hear of people who are sat down, you know, 16, 18, 20, whatever age their parents decide, they're mature enough. And often these are years where, A, they're teenagers, there's hormones, they're just like pissed off at parents in general, okay? Not the best time. You're just giving them ammo. Um, number two, this is also a time when their identity is like already formed. So best case scenario, the child is learning about their donor conception story at a time, like I said, before they really remember being told. It's just something that's always been a part of their story. So when? When are you supposed to find that time? Well, everybody's different. There's some people who have found it easy to just share when they're an infant and they kind of just start talking to their child when they obviously aren't understanding anything, but it just, it's comfortable for the parent to, to share and to get comfortable saying it out loud, talking to their child and kind of rehearsing that. So that's one option. And you can kind of like organically go with that in you know, continue to share that as your child grows, okay? Or option two, what I recommend doing is when your child starts asking, hey, um, how are babies born? Like, how's that work? And typically, you know, the traditional story to give is, you know, mommy and daddy loved each other and then came you. And what I recommend in the donor conception scenario is to take that a step further and explain to your child, you know, we needed an egg and we needed sperm tabio and we needed to borrow one of those parts from somebody, a very special helper. And doing so gave us you. And I think that and sharing it in a way that is easy to understand, but it's a story of love, gives that child a little bit of control they can then take that narrative and you know as their identity is being carved and created in this little world they can go and lead and be in control of their story okay so however you're going to want to do it up to you but the goal here is to tell a child ideally before the age of 8 to 11 okay and now this is a bit of a range because every child's different and you know that you're going to know best as a parent okay but it's between these ages that kids are starting to really wrap their idea around complex ideas this is normal part of development is happening okay so this is when we recommend gently to go a step further and in introducing that concept of donor conception a little bit more over in time okay and just keeping the lines of communication open and just being patient okay patience is going to be your best friend here you know it can be hard i am so not good with patience personally um and they're not going to get it right away what you're saying like donor conception what's that even mean but it's bringing it up making them familiar with that concept and idea over time they start to wrap their head around it okay and then they catch on hmm interesting so now how do we approach a preteen and a teenager for the same conversation. Okay, so moving on to the 11 to 13 age group, 
We want to keep these conversations going, okay? That's key because you want to keep a safe, welcoming environment for your child to ask any of those burning questions that they have as they start to pop up. We don't want them to keep that inside and just let that kind of bottle up. Um, we don't want that. That's just creating feelings of shame. And if your child's ever overwhelmed, we want them to come to you. Okay, we're creating this safe space so that any questions that come up, anything that they need, you're their safe person. It's also a great time between this 11 and 13 kind of age period for your child to start connecting with your donor um, and kind of introducing them into the, a part of their life, however you deem appropriate, if that is something that you want. Um, totally not necessary, but if that is something you are wanting to do or if your child's asking about, um, this is the age group that psychologists say, you know, if you haven't already, this is a comfortable, mentally stable and developmental time period that it's important for kids to have access to their donor to ask questions to form a sense of identity but it's all they're also old enough to understand and for you to to still kind of protect them in a in a way wow that is a wonderful breakdown for different age groups so idealistically, the earlier we can start to talk to our kids about the donor conception, birthing process, and continuing the same communication, the better it is for them. Interesting. As your child is reaching 14 to 18, they're going to have a much better understanding of family dynamics, and they're going to become more curious about their genetic ties to donors and potentially have siblings if they haven't already. And... Perhaps they don't express any interest. That's totally fine as well. But if it comes up, it's normal. It's also normal not to have questions. Um, maybe there's a reason they're not maybe comfortable asking you these questions. And, you know, a lot of parents think, oh, my kid's not asking, so there's no problem. But, you know, that's not necessarily always the case. We need to go back. Okay, what kind of relationship do we have? What have we fostered over the last... 10, 15, 16 years, however long, you know, we've been a parent to this child, have we really created that safe space? Do they feel comfortable coming and talking to me just in general, let alone about donor conception? Um, you know, you just remember this is a perfectly normal part of development and something for your child to be interested in. Thanks a lot, Katie. This has been a very sensitive topic and often unexplored for many parents and even kids. So could you please give us some takeaways for our listeners, especially for parents who might be thinking to have this conversation with the kids? To sum it up, talking to kids about donor conception is a continuous and repetitive action that needs to be addressed carefully. The earlier start, the better it is for both you and your child. It builds trust, dependency, and a strong sense of identity. Reactions, though, remember they can vary from child to child, but what's most important is knowing that their parents are comfortable talking about it and that there's a loving relationship, someone safe, that's waiting for them. The earlier you start, the better it is for both your child and you. It builds trust, dependency, and a strong sense of self. 
reactions can vary from one child to another but what helps them the most is knowing that their parents are comfortable talking about it and if they have any questions it doesn't need to be a secret as humans we just naturally express a deep interest in genetic connections it's best I think as a parent genetic or non-genetic to just help your child understand this concept and the role that genetics can play in their lives there's really no need to be fearful of rejection because I mean your kid I think is just seeking answers about themselves that emotional bond that you create with your child that that is something that cannot be changed or altered or affected at all by genetics that's all you and that's the nurturing you're going to do from day one to create this safe loving supportive environment where your child's going to be able to come to you for anything excellent advice katie thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your expertise on this important topic thanks trudy it's been a pleasure talking to you today I hope our conversation can help some parents navigate this conversation with their children a little more. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning into this episode of Fertility Frontier. We hope you found this discussion on talking to your kids about donor conception helpful. Remember, these conversations are definitely challenging, but they are essential for building strong, trusting relationship with your kids. If you have any question or if you like to share your experience, feel free to reach out to us. Until next time, take care and happy parenting.